What's up, everybody? This is Julie with another episode of My Favorite Episode Of. Today, we have Jenny joining us. So, Jenny, thank you for coming on. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Yay, I'm glad that you're excited. We are also very excited to have you. Today, we're going to be talking about Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Season 7, Episode 7, Chardy McDennis. It is the, I, in my opinion, I think it's the perfect episode to come into if you've never watched it. Yes, it was absolutely hilarious. Before we jump into it, I just want uh, you to give everyone a little summary about the show, um, just for those that don't watch the show, so they kind of can get some idea of what the show's about. It's really incredible, the life of this show. It's been around for 15 years now. Uh, It is the longest running, I believe, live action show at this point. Um, I think it beat Ozzy and Harriet, like like, something ridiculous like that. And uh, I came into it in its second season. I was in college. So it has been a very important part of my adulthood in terms of TV shows. And it's just the reason it keeps working is that it's kind of like Seinfeld. Um, In fact, I remember a review of it in its first season being, it's Seinfeld on crack. (laughs) And it is about nothing. It's about these really terrible people. Is this a podcast I can swear on? Because it'll be very difficult talking about this if I cannot. Uh, Yes, you can. Okay, great. So (laughs) it's just extremely shitty people, the worst of the worst. Um, And they own a bar in South Philly, um, which is so funny because it used to be a shitty area of Philly and... (laughs) since this beginning of the show it's actually become like a really nice awesome area of the city but uh let's just keep with it being shitty just for the sake of the show and uh no it's just incredible chemistry among these people and uh they really just take all the risks you can possibly imagine that you can with a show about nothing it's just a bunch of shitty people being shitty and how they affect everything around them and it's pure pure hilarity Totally. I hope it never ends. It's so funny. And they are the shittiest of people, but I think they're amazing. So I think that makes me equally a shitty person. (laughs) (laughs) It's cathartic, right? I mean, it is cathartic watching these people knowing that you'll never do what these people are doing. Exactly. Exactly. But you support every single thing that they're doing. (laughs) 100%. And me personally, there's a character named Charlie who I uh, see as my little baby bird. He is (laughs) the only innocent among them, but he was corrupted by them. So I really don't think he's a shitty person. I just think he's with shitty people and as a result, as a result, does shitty things. Yep. Yep. That's like Matt with me and my brother, Brian. (laughs) He's he's extremely innocent, but between two shitty people, he just becomes equally as shitty. We're just human, right? Yes. Yes. We all make mistakes. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) why is this your favorite episode? So, okay. I was trying to be very considerate because like if I'm being honest this isn't my all-time favorite this is my all-time favorite television show so it was very hard to pick and I picked this because due to the fact that the character of Frank is a fish out of water who has never played a game that they're playing in this episode he needs every step explained to him so to me if I was to introduce this show that means so much to me to someone new which I have done quite a few times I would use this as their introduction, because you really get a sense of who these people are and the chaos that they live in. And it's one of those things where I would love to play this game, but I never, ever, ever want to go to a place that is hosting this game. 
those are not people I want to be around. Those are not people that anyone should be around. And I would need the cops on standby. Absolutely. I know one so, of the one of the questions I was going to ask you is, would you play this game? Because I would a thousand percent play this game. So that's the thing. It's like, there's too many twists and turns. There's too many ways that it could turn physically violent that I can't in good conscience <laughs> agree to play this game. Oh, I totally could. <laughs> I would end up in jail. I would end up like Frank and I'd have to eat the ingredients of a cake. We'll get into it. Yeah, but we'll I would end up like it. Frank and I would be very, very sick by yeah. the end of the night. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what Frank yeah. has to do is pretty foul. Um but it just. But makes I do me... love the idea of smashing glasses and screaming like a New Zealand warrior. Yeah, you know? totally. You just like get to let loose, and I just think of when me and my friends get together. We love playing the game Kings, which like is a game that we've played since high school, and we just like love it so much. And I, I don't know if you're familiar with Kings, um, but there's just like a beer, or any sort of like alcoholic beverage in the middle of the table, surrounded by a deck of cards like spread around it and you pick a card and each card like means something um and if you pick a king you have to create a rule which kind of reminded me of like how this game works that they have it's just like a bunch of like crazy ass rules um and in certain letters they can't curse or certain levels yes and so anytime we play kings and I pick a king, I always say, if you say a curse word, you have to put your chin on the table until someone else curses because it's like the absolute worst. Like that is so uncomfortable. And all of my friends are just potty mouths. So like, it's just like one person will be like, ha ha, like you fucking suck. And then like they have to put their chin down and then it's like 30 seconds later, like, like, damn, this is bullshit. And then it's like, ah, like we just like think it's like the greatest <laughs> thing because it's like the worst putting your chin on a table until someone else curses is just the worst and that's doing it right now that's funny i would actually be interested to find out if that was the story behind this episode if like that they were playing kings and we're like you know wouldn't it be funny if the sunny gang had their own version of this because it, it is very similar to that yes it absolutely is and that's why i was like damn i would totally play this because it's literally like kings on crack who which character do you think you would reflect because they each take the game seriously in a different way. Probably Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> because I think I'd be like Mac. I'd end up trying to flip the game table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the reason I say Charlie is so uh, just so everyone knows, like they have a deck of cards basically, but not like not like playing cards. They have like um, note cards where they made up everything. So they made up like what they have to do. Um, like one of the questions is what's the best band in the world and it's Chumbawamba is the answer which is hilarious (laughs) it's trivia (laughs) so like it's not actual it's not actual like facts it's just shit that they made up yeah it's more to prove how they know each other exactly it's like a memory game and the one that (laughs) the one that Charlie's makes up I forget like what it is it's like it's it's like written all like crabobbled and like and Max like, oh, Charlie, like, you're going to get this. You totally wrote it. And he's just like, I don't think I wrote this one. And like, totally that would be right me. Like, I'd be like, yeah, mm, doesn't like, sound the familiar. The is that Charlie's illiterate. Yeah. So it's very clear when he's written something. And he <laughs> writes, uh, Dennis is an asshole. Why Charlie hate? Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite part of that moment. So this is like a trivia thing. There's levels. We should probably explain the rules, but really you should just watch the episode. Yes. Um, but there's these levels. And in the first level, they're doing these trivia cards and they, and Mac and Charlie are a team and they pick up the trivia card. And the question is, Dennis is asshole. 
why Charlie hate. And so it's so obvious that Charlie wrote that, but Charlie is insisting he doesn't, he didn't write it. And then my favorite part of that is watching Dennis. Dennis, Yes. Dennis cannot, he is trying so hard to contain it, but his entire face is cherry red and his neck muscles are just bursting. He literally looks like he's about to have an aneurysm. And then when Charlie gets it wrong, he just screams because Dennis is a bastard man. (laughs) And it's, there's no way I could do it justice. Glenn Howerton is the most wonderful sociopath to ever be put on television. Dexter can go suck it because he (laughs) is the man and he'll never be caught. So. Yeah, I just like, that's why I think that because I could easily, um, you don't know my fiance, Kenny, but my brother does. And like, Kenny is very competitive. Um, and if we were ever on a team like this, and like, I was like, I definitely didn't write that one. Like, Kenny would be like, what the fuck? Yes, you fucking did. Yes, you fucking did. And like, and, and like how Charlie's like, pass and Max like no just say something just say something and he's just pass. like pass <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like oh that would totally be me and it is really great to see how they get creative with their not swearing because they're not allowed to swear when they're is it during the entire game it's during no the it's entire so game. It's, no it's level two. Oh, it's just level two it's okay. level two I think it's level two and up actually so do you want to explain because you this is the first time I've seen this episode I've seen random episodes of always sunny but I wasn't like I always liked it but I never got fully into it where like I watched it all the time um, which is fine it's it's one of those shows where you can absolutely you can watch it at any time and just it's still funny as shit um, but can you just go over like from what you can remember the rules are for this game because I think the more we reference it people aren't going to know what we are talking about. Yes, <laughs> right. We can't let this turn into a quote off. Yeah. So um, <laughs> for sure, it's so easy to run into that. But basically, you got these two teams. They've been playing their entire time knowing each other. And they've known each other since they were very young. Like I would say kindergarten age. They've all known each other. Mm-hmm. And um, so I believe level one is the trivia section. And it's just beer. Because drinking is the reason for the whole game. And then level two is that... The physical challenge part? Yes. Physical challenge. And level two, you're not allowed to swear. And oh my gosh, no, I'm going to need help. And it's just wine, right? I think it starts with wine. Level two is beer. And then level three is hard liquor. Hard, yeah. Yeah. And that's when it gets like horrifying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's when <sighs> people die. It's <laughs> level three is death. I got to say, like, I have a hard time remembering the rules, but it's like... Yeah, and we don't have to go over every single one, um, but it's just it basically in the, the no sense of if you and then being being cordial to each other between rounds. Yes, um, you can't ask questions. You can't ask questions. Yeah, you really can't ask questions, or else you go to jail, which means you have to get in a dog kennel. Yes, yes. Which just side note, so uh, Frank, which is played by um, what the fuck's his name, Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. I must say John Travolta. I knew I, I knew that wasn't right, but like the name John, John Travolta, Travolta wishes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so everyone knows. I would hope who Danny DeVito is. So just knowing how like small he is and the cage, like to me, looks like it's pretty decent size. But then like it shows him in it, and he's like bunched up towards the front. And yeah. I'm like, I feel like he would fit comfortably in there. <laughs> but it looks like yeah, he's very I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, sure it's a kennel for like a golden retriever, not a golden retriever, but a German shepherd. Yeah, like, like a, a big, dog. big dog. Yeah. But still, he fits pretty comfortably in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like there's just like random rules and anytime 
um, they're asked a question and the and the team gets it right. They get a card similar to like um, uh, what's that? Like apples to apples, like one of those card games where like if you get it right, you get you get to keep the card. So that's like how they track their points. Um, and then if a question is asked to a team and they don't get the answer right, it goes to the other team. And if the other team gets it right, then the other team that didn't get it, I'm saying a lot of other teams, uh, has to chug their drink. Um, level two gets interesting because when the other, whatever team didn't get the answer right, when they have to chug, the team that got the answer right gets to count for them at their own pace. So it just flashes forward to, um, so the teams, I don't even know if we went over the teams, but the teams were um, Charlie, Mac, and uh, Frank. Frank. Yeah. And then Dee and Dennis were on a team. So and D- this is where you see a rare example of Dee and Dennis, like, being in cahoots with each other and actually supporting each other and actually having like a twin cest thing going yes, on. Yes. You don't often get to see that. They usually hate each other, but this is something that they truly, truly get pleasure from. Yes. <laughs> like yes. I want to say sexual gratification. <laughs> <laughs> like and like they make these weird eyes at each other that's just like, what was their I don't want to know what happened in their childhood. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're very close. Yes, they are very close in this episode. Um, and and, they're, and they're, their group photo, their team photo. What is their team photo? It is their picture superimposed onto a romantic Fabio cover, <laughs> romance novel. Yeah, and can we talk about um, Mac and uh, Charlie's team photo where it's them as leprechauns? Yeah, it's them as little leprechauns and under a rainbow. Yeah, with a pot of gold in the corner. <laughs> know it's very it's very appropriate for their sensibility (laughs) exactly but overall so um d and dennis are undefeated they've never lost this game uh mac and charlie lose every single time they play so as you could guess in the beginning of the episode they truly have no interest in playing this game um but they get convinced to play especially because frank has never played um and they get stuck with frank on their team uh, and overall, it's just like they have to do the most fucked up shit. And it's really funny. Um, they're in level one and um, D and Dennis are in level two. So Mac and Charlie get an answer wrong. They have to chug and they have to chug for five seconds. And they're like flipping out. And Frank's like, like, if it's five seconds, it's fine. And he was like, yeah, their own pace. And then it flashes forward. And like, they're like, four and like you can see that like there's just like alcohol pouring all over the ones that are chugging and like their their bottles of wine are empty (laughs) right because something that's very interesting when you're just like jumping into this is that this is the season of fat mac yes Um, very fat mac very fat mac so i would call uh, a big mac hey yo (laughs) yes (laughs) so um the characters of uh, Mac and Sweet D, which is the only girl in the group, um, are played by real-life married couple. And just before this season aired, uh, D had just had a baby, their first child. And Mac gained just a little bit of sympathy weight, like with their time alone. And then he was like, you know what? I'm going to be fat this season. So he purposefully gained 50 pounds. And that was just for a year. And then he lost it for the next season and... Like now he's like scary ripped, like too, too ripped in my opinion. But this was his season. Like he literally just did it as a, like a a hobby. 
he was fat for one season and it was very funny. So it, that, that, that's very interesting to see him just like extremely unhealthy chugging this alcohol because he's yes. breathing like so heavily and it is really upsetting to watch. Yeah. And, and that can't be healthy. I mean, <laughs> just no, he was, 50 he pounds went, in a year. And yeah. He, he went full on Christian Bale with it. it. It was not healthy. And I don't think Caitlin Olsen was very happy about it, but you know, he did it. Oh there was gosh. a whole diabetes Matt, thing. It was hilarious. <laughs> Matt, just you have to post that on when we when we post on Instagram. Matt just showed me like a comparison of when he was fat versus when him now, and it is absolutely fascinating. It's insane. <laughs> it's fascinating. The, the thing the thing that explains it in the show is that he just became obsessed with chimichangas. He didn't know they existed. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. And this, again, fascinating. I that, <laughs> just, I just imagine him like going like to his doctor. For like the yearly, the yearly times you get for his physical, yeah. yeah, and like that one year when he's fat, the doctor's being like, "You're obese, buddy." <laughs> yeah, he gained that in like three months. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's that insane. Not healthy. It's insane. Mm. He said he had a great time doing it, though. Yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you can he did. Whatever the fuck you want. It's <laughs> amazing. Um, so I do have to say, of all the crazy shit they did, of like the games that they played. Um, my favorite was the Hungry Hungry Hippos with the grapes. That's so funny because I have this playing in the background just to like remind myself of things. That's exactly where they are right now. Yeah. That is so funny. My favorite part of that is where they're like, Charlie's really good at that because he's just like a Hungry Hungry Hippo. And he's just like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah, yeah. and he does look exactly like the game. And it's adorable. And I love Charlie so much. I love him. Yes, I agree. He is. He is pretty good. And I just one of those things where like, even if I never play this game, because how would I get my hands on the rule book? And it's obviously not really healthy for me to play this game in real life. But if I wanted to create my own version, Hungry Hungry Hippos with Grapes would a thousand percent be one of like the levels. Yes, a, a really. Literally, percent. you just have a pitcher full of grapes, roll them onto a counter, and you just pick up as many as you can with your mouth. I mean, it, it's amazing. It's great. You can do that. Well, you shouldn't do that with children. I'm going to take that back. Yeah, don't do it with children. Yeah. I was going to say, oh, we'll do that at my daughter's next birthday party. No, yeah. no, we won't. Just stick to bobbing for apples. <laughs> stick to bobbing for apples for sure. Or eating those donuts off the dangling string. I do actually that. just saw that. That is also amazing i mean these games that were that are coming out with food was they weren't a thing when i was at birthday parties <laughs> the donut thing is awesome i will say so you could easily like like you just said you could easily cherry pick things that they do in this and, and turn it into your own version totally. because there is even and i will just tell you now there is a sequel to this that happened four years later and uh i definitely recommend watching that next okay it's it to me doesn't have the same magic but it it gives you more ideas and more things that you can do. And it's really funny, but they definitely knew that frat houses were going to take this and, and make their own version of it. So I actually did try to find some on YouTube and it's just pure chaos. And it's, it's really not an environment I would ever want to be. A part right, of. Right. <laughs> yeah. I could see it going like very quickly off the rails, especially because just being stuck in level one like wine is strong like you only need a couple glasses of wine to be like feeling good so that just that right, but you could be like dennis and d what do dennis and d do to get a leg up in the game do you want me to say it yeah. gotta say it they drank water 
Yeah, they cheat. <laughs> they they put food coloring in water and they pretend to be drunk like the whole game. Yeah. And then they get caught. And if you get caught cheating, what happens? Oh, the other team gets to automatically go up a level. Yes, yes. And they got to go up to level three. Um, I've never been to level three. It was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful. Moment. Yeah, it was a very it was a very exciting moment for them. Um, and it's funny because so you don't find out that they're cheating until like right at the end of the episode. Um, and I was like thinking like right before that, Dee's like slurring her words and like she kills it. By the way, like I was sitting on the couch and I'm like, damn, she's wasted. Because <laughs> like whatever she said, I forget like what rampage she's going on, but like she's like slurring her words perfectly. Like she seems like she is out of her mind, and then you find out that they were drinking water the entire time. It's just. Yeah, Genius. but that means that they have to do the darting challenge completely sober, and that is fucked up. Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell everyone what the darting challenge is? So they have to play darts, and the thing that makes darts special in this case is that Dennis has his hand over the bullseye, so they're trying to hit his hand. And this is where you see the weird twin-cest moment, because I swear to God, D is staring at Dennis as if she is Cersei staring at Jamie in, a, in the fight for his life. What a great comparison. It really looks like that because he's just standing there completely stone-faced and they get a bullseye. I mean, right through the palm of his hand and he does not flinch. And they share this nod of just like, we've been inside of each other. Yeah. This is what we've been waiting for. And there are no rewards for this. It's literally just bragging rights and the ability to stomp on each other's action figures. And it's just this disturbing yet beautiful moment that you just respect these people all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Where Where are you from? Uh, Connecticut. Okay. So you wouldn't really get this reference, but I think listeners will. Always Sunny is like the Delco version of Friends. Oh, wait. Has Matt not told you? No. Oh, you're from I Delco. grew up in Delaware okay. County. Okay. I, well, I didn't grow up there, but my college years were in um, Newtown Square. Okay. Okay. So you get it. So you oh, get yeah. It. Yeah. I get so it. So it's totally like the Delco version of the show Friends. Um, <laughs> For sure. And... Uh, it's amazing and hilarious. Yes. And Delaware County is a lovely, lovely area, just for the record. Yeah, it is. Totally it is. is. It, you it's just... better than northern Pennsylvania, so. <laughs> you just see it in the news a lot, and that's fine. Okay? <laughs> Go watch Foxcatcher sometime. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, all right, question for you. Yes. If you could be in this friend group but you had to boot someone out to get in. Who would you pick to choose? Who would you choose to get kicked out? Oh boy. I mean, I really think there's really only room for one woman in this group. <laughs> so D's getting, D's, D's going to get the boot. She would go off and uh, she'd probably do a green card marriage and just live that life for a year. And uh, I would just take her place. And then, because then I could hang out with the waitress and, and Artemis. I would replace D. I, I don't know how they would live without their bird, but I would, I would try to fill that void. 
Yeah. Well, because it would probably be then like a competition, right? Between like which chick is better. So if it was She would literally Andy. try to murder me. Yeah. She poisoned me. Yeah. But you could easily just say you're like Max twin. That's true. <laughs> or Charlie's that's the twin. Thing, like, Charlie's I, mom. I think my... You're Charlie's mom. Oh my God, I'm Charlie's mom. <laughs> I'm a whore. <laughs> I probably actually should have picked the um, Christmas special, but I think I've actually seen parts of that. That's the is that the one where Frank's hiding in the couch? Yeah, yeah I've seen he like hiding. In yeah, the couch. I've seen like parts of like I, I don't think I've seen the whole thing, but I've seen like parts of that episode. I, I definitely like... recommend it because they do a claymation thing that looks like Rudolph, and it's incredible. Oh, it's and truly, I love Christmas specials beautiful. of shows. Like I love holiday specials of any type of shows. So. I usually do it back to back with the Stephen Colbert one. Okay. Cuz like one's wholesome and the other's the opposite. Yeah, completely <laughs> just two completely different different <laughs> vibes. Um one of the other questions I had for you was who your who your favorite character was, but I'm assuming that's Charlie. Charlie's literally my favorite television character of all time. Yeah. Like um I just I, it's it's funny because it's not like I'm attracted to anything to him or anything. I think I literally see him as something I need to protect. And Your baby bird. I, he's my little baby bird, and just the every storyline of his is the most fun for me. And then there's one episode um, that I would I would have loved to talk about, but I know nothing. I don't know enough about cinematography to talk about. And it's called Charlie Work, and it's where you follow a day in the life of Charlie. And it's a it's a one shot. They were trying to do True Detective. I also think it's kind of like Birdman, <laughs> and it is absolutely gorgeous, and it's so well done. And his character is perceived to be the dumbest and he absolutely is clinically but also he's just he's the most complex character at least he was until mac they have revealed in the last few years that mac is very complicated because he's gay and actually last season they ended the season with i am not trying to be funny here one of the most moving and beautiful episodes about coming out that i've ever seen on television and he did it through a ballet. This sounds insane, but that is what Sonny and Philly has been able to achieve because it's a show about nothing. They can literally do whatever they want. And this season, the last season, they chose to highlight the agony of coming out to a family that will not accept you through ballet. And it made me weep. It made me weep. Oh. And it's, I remember seeing on gay Reddit, basically uh, a conversation for weeks about how important it was and, and what it did for, for representation, because this is an extremely on the surface misogynistic show. It's uh, I've changed a lot in the years. I was 18 when I started watching this show and I was not into feminism and I was not into the news. I wasn't into any of that stuff, but I've grown a lot. And I can honestly say that a lot of stuff they did in the past would be considered problematic today, but they've grown with their audience and that's what makes it continue to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. I I looked when you first started talking about that, like I looked at Matt with a really confused face because I'm like, wait a second, he's married to D, but I forgot that in the show he's not married to D at all. No, they so hate each like, other. What? Yeah. Yeah. They've oh, so that's interesting. That's another thing that makes it work is that none of them date each other. The only thing that's close is that Charlie and Frank share a bed and they might be father and son. They but <laughs> Okay, I I like I kind of 
I'm, I, now I'm wishing that I stuck with the show. You can just jump in. Just jump in there. Yeah, I should. Honestly, you don't need to know anything. It'll explain. You'll you'll get the point. Like, y- you could say that about any episode. There's a great episode. Ah, ah, maybe I won't say great. There is a fun episode where they they all get electrocuted and they wake up and they're black. They're black people. <laughs> and it becomes a musical like The Wiz. And oh, it's my God. <laughs> very funny until it's not. It's the it has a very upsetting ending that really speaks to the current social climate. They're amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it just seems like it's, like, one of those shows where it's not, uh, like, similar to how, like, The Office is. Like, it's it's a comedy, but there's also, they pull at your heart sometimes where you're just, you get, like, super emotional about, like, it just takes, like, a weird turn where you're used to it just, like, always being, like, funny and you're laughing. And then, like, it just takes, like, a weird turn where, like, you're, like, oh, I'm, I'm crying at an episode of The Office or, like, I'm crying exactly. at the epi- an exactly. episode of Always Sunny. And with that Mac ballet, there was a beautiful piece of acting from Danny DeVito in particular. And you forget, because he's been doing this show for 12 years, 13 years, you forget what a great actor he is. And that episode just like, I probably should have, there's so many episodes I should have picked. Um, But like, I remember seeing a lot of straight white men very confused and, and, and upset that they had to emote. Um, after that episode. It was very interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you can always come back to talk about other episodes. So I am just so take happy that into that. consideration. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that that's actually all I have written down. Was there anything else you wanted to go over? I didn't know if to you had honest, like notes. We, I know you're if watching. If we went it, any so. further, it would just be trying to evoke the spirit of something, and that's literally impossible to do over an audio format. Yeah. You you have to watch it and and just understand that you know it's one of those things where you can't explain chemistry. You have to see it. Yeah. Yep. It's it's the show relies entirely. I mean, these are very talented people. Don't get me wrong, but it relies entirely on the chemistry between five people, and they form just a gorgeous ecosystem of comedy agreed and like i said i mean i only watched this episode from probably the last time i watched it was 2011 so i haven't watched it in a really long time and i kind of was like man this show was really good i wish i didn't stop watching it um so it is just one of those shows where like i feel like you watch one episode and you're like kind of hooked i mean for some people it might not be their form of comedy and they might totally just not be into it but definitely highly um for those of you listening that's never watched the show i i highly suggest taking taking a you know a quick look at one episode maybe the one we're talking about or the first episode of the first season whatever floats your boat um but at least check it out especially if you're into to the comedy types of shows because it's definitely one that'll that'll make you laugh yeah after you watch this if you pop over to season 11 episode one that's the sequel to it and it's where they're trying to sell it to a toy company and uh, very funny, very funny follow-up, and it's uh, four years later. So uh, they'll be a little older, not not wiser, but older. And uh, I got to say, too, like, this, this show is tied to my years in Delaware County, where my house was the party house, and this was... This and unfortunately, Family Guy were always in the background, <laughs> one or the other. Yeah. And... Um, we, me, me and Kenny, my fiance, love Family Guy. We watch Family Guy all the time. 
Oh, yeah. Well, we had the first four seasons on DVD just constantly playing, and then everyone <laughs> would pass out, and you just heard the DVD menu over and over and over oh, and the over. the worst. Like, that used so to be I the worst. <laughs> I used to, when, I didn't have a, a cable box in my room, so I used to always, this is like... This is a secret that no one should really know, but I used to Ooh, watch... Secrets out to the public. I used Yay. to watch Laguna Beach season one. Oh, snap. And <laughs> I'd always wake up at three in the morning to like the menu option playing and it would just be like, let the rain fall down. Like I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, hell, shut up. And I would like turn it off, but it just made me think of that when you were like, you just hear the music playing. It just took me back to my bedroom six years ago when I would just watch Laguna Beach season one before bed every Some single night. DVD menus. Oh no, they got you. But all right. Well, that wraps it up for today's episode. Thank you again, Jenny, for coming on the show. Um, and thank you everyone for listening. Tune in next week for another episode. Network.